Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Gordon, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Joining us now, he is the G League Coach of the Year, the head coach of the Salt Lake City Stars, Martin Schiller, with us here on The Big Show. Coach, congratulations. That honor's got to feel pretty good. Absolutely does. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I wonder, Jake and I wouldn't know what it's like to be the best at what you do better than anyone else. So we we (laughs) wondered what that felt like. It must feel pretty good. (laughs) It's funny. It's it's great. It's uh, it's a very nice honor. And, uh, you know, we... My my GM Bart Taylor got the executive of the year, so so that's uh, really sweet because it you know documents the team effort that it has been you know. So this has uh, been your your third season with the Stars, and I know it's been a real building process. And I remember talking to you when you first took the job, and you talked about that. Does this feel like it's it's a little gratification not only for this season's work, but over the stretch of your time with the Stars? Yes, a hundred percent. It's really a, a complete building building process, and you 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 uh, phrase it perfectly. It's not not only this season. It's kind of a everything adding up, you know, and working and putting pieces together and grinding throughout the summers, trying to put the teams together and uh, you know and 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 working and working and working. So yes, I'll agree. It's it's more the three years altogether than only this one. So, Martin, how do you make decisions based on, like, when you're in the thick of a game and you want to win, but you also want to develop your players and put them in positions where they can grow, how do you make those decisions? Uh, I mean, this is a pretty philosophical question, but it's kind of the key question for our league, right? And I think um, one of the biggest things for us was that we – decided for ourselves that winning is important and that uh, development of players goes hand in hand with it you know nobody says the one doesn't work with the other actually actually the opposite you know we feel it's it's a big topic to teach guys how to win you know and so we kind of made it a big topic um, uh, to win <laughs> and it was important for us and uh, the the winning part uh, is so to speak a part of the development of the players you know also from a mentality standpoint so uh, that's how those two things go together philosophically now practically speaking you know yes the guys have to develop certain guys have to develop in certain ways you've got the assigned guys from coach Snyder down with us well they are going to play a certain amount of minutes and this is not going to change you know so so um, it is a little bit you know you play both ends but again the, the, the winning is important Martin Schiller is with us here on the big show on uh, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. How frustrating uh, frustrating was it not to have kind of finality with this season for everything just to end so abruptly? That had to be hard. 
Yes, it was very frustrating in the beginning because we had just uh, ended on a six-game winning streak, and we had actually qualified for the playoffs as the only team in the West. So I thought we had legit chances, uh, you know, of competing for the whole thing. Um, but uh, after that frustration, after the initial frustration, we kind of, or I personally kind of came to the conclusion that, first of all, we can't change it. That's the one thing. And the second thing was, that we were actually in a good position to stop it. You know, we were qualified for the playoffs. We had won the showcase, the winter showcase. So we had a trophy in our, in our, uh, you know, trophy room. And I'd rather finish like this than finish um, sixth, seventh, or eighth, not really knowing if I would have made the playoffs or not, you know. Um, yeah, I hope this answers the question. So what happens, obviously the NBA is going to gather in Orlando. What happens with your players and your league moving forward? And uh, do you know, is there a plan in place? And how will it, how will it unfold if there is? as I know, the league's supposed to start up two weeks after the NBA starts next season. So uh, whenever that is, right? The last thing I heard was middle of December. But again, like it's very, very goes hand in hand with the NBA. So it's kind of a waiting game. And then as soon as the NBA knows what they're going to do for 2021, the G League is probably going to start two weeks later is what I heard. Stars coach Martin Schiller with us here on the big show. I want to ask you kind of a a G League related question. Uh, They're changing some of the rules and some of the pay scale and actually creating a new team to maybe entice some of these players that would traditionally have gone to college to go the G League route instead. Your thought on on that particular circumstance and team and uh, what you would counsel maybe players deciding between G League and college? Um, You know, I think... uh as far as I understand, they're going to have the team based in Los Angeles and they're going to compete with the other G League teams, but they're not going to compete on a regular base, which means they're going to play like a certain amount of games, which will not count, so to speak. You know, so it's just scrimmages during the season. Uh, so it really doesn't affect us directly. You know, it's like, okay, if we play another game and so be it, right? Um, I think it is an effective way for the NBA to keep high prospect high school kids in America. Uh, in the last two years, um, a couple of the, those kids have been lost to Australia. Australia has got a very interesting uh, setup for, for those kids who decide to make money right away are good enough to play in the pros uh, already, but too young to be drafted. And I think this is a pretty good way for the NBA to keep these guys in North America. So, Martin, as you're uh, putting together your various, uh, you know, uh, attacks at the offensive end and, and structuring defense. Do you coordinate that with Quinn? Do you try to replicate what the Jazz try to do? Or, again, does it go back to, okay, this is the talent that we have and, and this is how we can best utilize it in order to win games? Um, the, the, key, the key for Quinn and myself is that um, the assigned players, so the guys can go up and down, right? So let's say Nigel Williams-Goss, who played quite a bit with us. Let's say Mie Oni, right? Or also the two-way guys. Um, um, those guys who bounce up and down from one to the other team have to be able to play with us right away without a lot of practice. 
because that's the reality of how it works, you know. So our stuff has to be, uh, uh, like, easy and crisp enough for them to jump in right away. And that's the main thing, you know. As, as long as I can create that on both ends of the floor, uh, everything is good. Like, that's, that's the main thing. Having said that, of course... Uh, uh, a lot of stuff is, um, you know, similar, and especially philosophically, it's the same. You know, like philosophically, we're a defensive program, a program that defends, and we're a program offensively that is a lot about moving the basketball and not so much about isolated basketball. You know, so those things, uh, as long as we have those in check, um, uh, Quinn is good with, uh, with whatever we do. So you communicate back and forth with him, and all of that is understood. Yes, exactly, exactly. Coach Martin Schiller with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, Coach, there are, are several, well, many examples of guys that you've coached who have had success at the NBA level. But I want to ask you specifically about Tony Bradley. It, it's got to make you feel pretty good to see a guy like that really latch on to an opportunity with the Jazz. He played so well this year. That's got to, to, to make you feel good seeing his hard work pay off. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, Tony was, I mean, a classic G League case, right? He left school after one year in North Carolina. He was very young when he was drafted, and he needed to play in order to get better, right? So that's what the G League is is about, right? And, um, yeah, he played for us for two years. Uh, uh, our big man assistant coach, Nathan Peavy, worked extremely hard with him. And uh, I think it was only a question of time, you know, until uh, until he, he gets there. You know, it was really like a young guy who's got to get older and get more mileage, you know, just play more basketball, you know. So, yes, that's that's what it's about. Yep. So, Martin, will you tell us uh, – this is kind of a big question, but I, and it's hard to talk about yourself sometimes – but will you uh, take our listeners on your journey um, and how you got from uh, where you came from to where you are now? Tell us – give us your, your autobiography. Um, so, I, I played basketball. I'm from Germany, and uh, my – I played basketball, but like high school basketball, I figured out when I was 17 that I'm not going to become a pro, which has always been my dream. And then, uh, like, I got worse. You know, the older I got, I got worse, like, compared to the others, you know. <laughs> so I figured that out pretty quickly. And uh, and the next closest thing to becoming a pro basketball player was being a coach, you know. So, so it really, like, went from there. I went on to study. I studied, like, sports economy, like sports management but only because it was the closest to coaching. And then I started coaching, like, in the youth leagues in Germany, which uh, Germany and Austria, which is, like, equivalent to high school. And then I um, coached in the first league uh, in Germany, like, as an assistant coach. I, I kind of got in there, you know, was there for seven years, got lucky to coach on the German national team, world championships to European championships. And then... Um, and then um, it kind of got connected here with the Jazz because Alex Jensen, our lead assistant here with Quinn, he was with us with the German national team as an assistant coach. And uh, he kind of put my name in the, uh, on the list, you know, so I got a chance to compete for the, for the job. And, and, and then I, I got here, you know. So, I mean, that's in a nutshell, right? But, but that's kind of how, how the story went. 
So, Coach, what are you going to do to celebrate? Um, I I think I'm going to drink some whiskey and smoke a cigar. All right. That sounds pretty good. That sounds like a pretty good way to celebrate. How do you like living in Utah? Oh, it's a unique place, right? Like, I'm, I'm very serious about this. Like, it's, uh, I liked it from the first second on. I, I don't know how you guys are, but to me, like, if you uh, jump off a plane, you can usually figure out pretty quickly if you like a place or not. And uh, when I came here for my first interview, I flew in from Germany. Like, I really liked it right away. Uh, it's like the mountains don't get old, right? The climate is fantastic. And I think uh, one really beautiful thing about it is from a mental standpoint is that nobody knows about it, right? So it's like, it's it's kind of a secret. Uh, so I, I really enjoy it. I've got a family. I've got two little ones. It's a really nice place, uh, you know, for like a little family to uh, to to live and then again combined with the basketball it's so nice that you know the, it's a small it's a little big city right it's, it's like big enough to not get boring and small enough to figure everything out quickly so uh, basketball is focus number one it's a good place to work you know so no complaints on my end so I guess the question the next question would be have you found any good Spetzla or Rotkohl in yeah. Salt Lake City, or maybe some uh, Wiener Schnitzel, maybe some brats. I will. I will be very honest. No, uh, like you know, it's no. There is no chance. Like uh, it's like uh, nothing is like it is at home, food wise. Right. Um, we'll also say though that uh, like Germany is not really known for its food on a general note. So I'm kind of happy with American food, but no, like the real German stuff is not out here. In fact, when I, uh, my, I, I was going to allow you uh, or, or encourage you to show off a little bit for Coach. Is there, you, do you want to uh, thank Coach and congratulate him in a little German? Oh, well, first of all, i got to ask you this, Martin. I've always heard that the Germans say something, and I want you to tell me <laughs> if you've heard the same saying. Wir sind alle in die gleiche Suppe. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. We, we say that, yeah. Yes. We're all, toge- we're all together in it. Yep, 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 oh, yep, yep. Okay, see that? And let me throw this one at you. Man muss das Leben eben nehmen, so wie das Leben eben ist. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so the first one was, we're all together in the same soup, which is great. Yeah. Right? Like, you're right, I, I love it, I love it. And the second one is, uh, you have to take life how it comes. Yep, correct. See, Martin, we got to have you on the show more often. We hey, gotta have I'm, we, we uh, gotta have I'm him. I'm happy. So, <laughs> I can. I, I'll join whenever you just call me. So, so wouldn't you know? Gordon's been telling us all these years he knows German and he's not full of it. Could have fooled. That me. was pretty. That was pretty impressive, to be honest. Uh, uh, well, well, Coach, congratulations on your season. Congratulations on the award. We really appreciate you jumping on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. You have a nice day. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Coach. Mm -hmm. Right back at you. Salt Lake City Stars head coach Martin Schiller. He is the G League Coach of the Year, and uh, he mentioned it uh, as well. Bart Taylor, uh, the vice president of basketball operations for the Stars, named G League Basketball Executive of the Year. So uh, uh, I know this is a a big day over there in that organization. Exchanged uh, some text today with uh, Jonathan Reinhardt, the president, and they're 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 really excited. They've they've worked really hard, as you know, Gordon, over the past several years, and they're they're pretty excited about today in the news. 
Uh, look, Martin Schiller, he's he's a fine young coach. What is he? He's only 38 years old or something, and he's young still. And, uh, you know, we didn't talk too much about his goals, but I think he's got a bright future, don't you? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.